top of the show, first thing we have to do is all three of us collectively have to apologize to the Sacramento Kings. God. I don't have to do anything. Who, who, who has to apologize? <laughs> Not me. You do. Both Why? of you. All of us. Why? Listen, all year we were pro bean team. We were calling the praises. But as soon as it came time to last week to predict the first round of the playoffs, none of us gave Sacramento a chance. And as of today, the night of Wednesday, April 19th, they are up 2-0 on the Golden State Warriors. And Draymond Green, stupid ass, got himself suspended for game three. I think the Warriors might be cooked. Listen, when I made my uh, prediction, I didn't think that Draymond Green was going to commit assault on the basketball floor. <laughs> I didn't think that that was going to happen in the cards. Like, I, it's listen, literally the complete opposite of everything that I thought happened. I thought it was going to be close games and the Warriors were going to be. I thought that they were going to be the ones to execute down the stretch. Clearly, that hasn't happened. De'Aaron Fox is the most clutch player in the NBA, apparently. Yep. Like, he's officially. He's, yeah, literally. So, like. Shut, listen, shout out, shout out to the beam team. They they played good. I'm not. I'm still not apologizing, but shout out to them. <laughs> no, yeah. First and foremost, I had them making the play in at bare minimum. Y'all didn't even have them making in the playoffs. So I don't no, even I thought they were going to be trash. I thought I, they were going to be trash at the beginning of the season. I said that if I was an Atlanta, if I was not an Atlanta Hawks fan, I'd be a Sacramento Kings fan. And y'all and all y'all in the comments grilled me for it. And look at me now. Now, yes. All right, little, all right, all right. I, Nobody I, cares for your August I don't care. I don't care. I, I care, all right? <laughs> this is revisionist history at its finest. All right, listen. It, look, the footage is there. You picked the I Warriors. Still, they all I saw it last week. Warriors, I still believe in the Warriors. I do, too. Okay. I do, too. Um, but okay. I don't think anyone thought that the Warriors would be in this deep of a hole. That's fair to say. Yeah. For sure. So, zooming out a little bit. Today, we're going to talk about basically the first two or three games of every playoff series. We're going to talk about what we've learned so far in the playoffs about all these different teams. L- let's let's start by going deep into the series. Let's do it. So you guys, like I said, they're up 2-0. Probably going to be 3-0 because the Warriors don't win without Draymond Green typically. You guys still have faith in the Warriors. Tell me why. Yeah, I, I do. I think, I think the first thing that they have to do is because, like, offensively, they haven't been terrible. Like, it hasn't been god-awful. Sacramento, yeah. Sacramento is definitely up their defense from what it was in the in the regular season. That's they're like, the thing. Yeah. They're they're actually defending, but I think that if, I think that if Golden State can figure out what to do with this De'Aaron Fox Sabonis pick and roll real quick, if they can minimize that even by like twenty percent, they can have a, a better chance because they're 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 still in these games, right? It's not like it's not like they're like they're getting blown out. It's not like they're having terrible terrible spells. They have chances to win these games, and it's these plays down the stretch where Darren Fox is just coming off of, of screen and rolls, easy floater every time, wide open jumper every single time. They have to figure out that end, but they a hundred percent still have a chance to win this series. It's gonna have to be in seven at this point. There's no way they're gonna win in six, uh, but like, yeah, I I still do believe in them. Okay, so watch you, Mo. Absolutely. Like, do we? I believe in uh, shout out to the Sacramento Kings and whatnot, but like, I think every almost everything has been like going towards their favor and whatnot. And I don't know how long like you can count on guys like Malik Monk giving you twenty five points, shooting fifty percent from the field, ninety four percent from the line. He's fifty forty ninety on twenty five a game. You know what's crazy? I think you can count on it because the Warriors do not win away games. So okay, zooming out. When the playoff predictions came, I picked the Warriors too. I, had, I more so because I didn't have faith in the Kings because I was lazy and stupid. I was like, oh, they're not going to defend in the playoffs. Hasn't been the case. But 
I know for, for, for the record, I don't think that's lazy and stupid. If somebody does it, if they have the seventh worst you're right, you're right. rating you're right. over yeah, 82 you're right. games, yeah. you're just like, that's just not them. Yeah. So, real quick, I think, well, first off, you mentioned it, Donovan. The key has been the Kings, how are defending their asses off. Yeah. And I think it's a Mike Brown thing. They have the perfect game plan. They know how to defend the Warriors, which, you know, nobody knows how to defend the Warriors, as in nobody knows how to stop them. But they know they have to play the screens high. Don't let Steph Curry beat you. And then you have to rotate your ass off behind the ball screen. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a good job. Sabonis is defending his ass off in a way I've never seen him do before. He's coming up high on these ball screens, these dribble handoffs, and he's not getting burnt by. It's weird, but they've like somehow clicked into a good defense in the playoffs. They have a 109 defensive rating right now, which yeah. would be top 10 for the season. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I feel like but, when um, I watched him on defense, too, along with, like, I think Sabonis is, like, he was the main guy that me particularly like was picking on because I'm like, yo, like same centers get like like him slow footed, all that type of stuff. He gets picked on. And he will get destroyed, although he'll be do, he'll be doing some destroying like he did that game, too. Um, but so him, what he's been doing on defense has been special. And then also it just feels like they know where to be at the right place. At the, they're out, they're always at the right place at the right time yeah. and they're never too unattached from these shooters and so everything's just been tough you know they've been making yeah. jordan Poole's life look like absolute hell i don't know if that's cool Poole's like kind of suspect right now in the playoffs or kind of just the kings are just like that <laughs> yeah listen the main thing i want to talk about is you know we posted the the short where we did a playoff tier listing mm-hmm. and yeah. you guys wanted to put the warriors in a and i was like listen the best they can be is b and people in the comments got mad at me about it and I think we're seeing why people like me were a little hesitant about them. Everybody gave them, like I, t- I think I, I've said it all, all season, is that we're giving them so much benefit that they outcome playoff time purely off a of clout that they've done nothing in the regular season to show that they deserve that respect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the moral of the story for this team right now is that what you see in the regular season at some point, if that's who you are for 82 games, that's just who you are, that there's only so much of a switch you can flip. We're seeing yeah. this team still isn't great defensively. They haven't been all year. They still can't win on the road. They haven't been good at that all year for some reason. Jordan Poole hasn't been great. He wasn't all season. He wasn't great last playoffs. Everything is just adding up to what you'd expect if you didn't know they won four championships in the past. Another thing about it, it's like, uh, like for what we expect, they're also like the third best team at home, and they have been all season long. But yeah. now, like, like, you, like we said at the top of the podcast, Draymond Green is gone. And so yeah. now it's like, bro, that that hurts badly. That hurts badly. Now you're going to actually need everything clicking on all cylinders now that Draymond is gone because he's the best connector in the league, one of the best connectors in NBA history. And to have that mm-hmm. just like be gone out of nowhere, that's tough. I don't know yeah. how you're going to recoup off of that. I think the way that it happens is that it, they are going to get one of the craziest whistles you've ever seen in, in game three <laughs> i think like them coming back home no no draymond green there's been a couple times this series where i've been upset with how steph curry's been officiated and hmm. like i've obviously i don't and i don't want to make it seem like the kings are winning these games because the it's like rigged or whatever i promise yeah. you the nba is not rigging yes. a game for the sacramento kings to win like that over steph curry <laughs> that's not that's not happening but there yeah. are a lot of times when Steph Curry is getting to the basket, getting fouled, or getting there's a lot of contact on his shots. I don't think that that has been called. When he comes back home and they don't have Draymond Green, I promise you that whistle is going to be blown. So I expect Steph 
I expect Steph to have a lot of free throws in game three, and I think that's going to be one of the big ways that Golden State's going to be able to stay in that game without Draymond is that their game is going to be a little bit uglier than what we normally see, and it might throw off Sacramento's pace and their ability to get up and down the floor and even get into a rhythm defensively. You know, like like Isaac was saying, being able to like to to rotate, know know where you're going, be able to to press up high because that is going to that's going to put them in a mindset of like, okay, can we actually be as aggressive as we want to be defensively? So I I yeah. I think I think Golden State is going to get Game Three. I don't know though because. We're talking about they're they're playing a very aggressive style of defense against yes. the Warriors. I, I alluded to it. For those who don't know, the Warriors are a heavy, heavy, heavy uh, dribble handoff team and pick and roll team with Stephen Curry. They're playing more pick and roll than usual in the playoffs. And the way the Kings are defending that is they're having, whenever the big man sets a screen, they're having Sabonis come up high and immediately meet Steph Curry there instead of playing a drop coverage. Yes. And that makes it so Steph Curry can't beat you, but everybody else can. And you have to rotate around them and make sure you cover up the shooters. That is impossible to defend for years against the Warriors because whenever you double Steph Curry off the screen, he kicks it to Draymond Green, who has a free roll to the hoop to kick out the shooters with the defense collapsing on him. Without that amazing passer on the short roll, they're going to have to have Jonathan Kaminga, uh, Kevon Looney, so-and-so in this position. So if you're already succeeding with an aggressive style of defense and you take away Draymond Green, I, this, I think that means the aggressive defense is going to work even better. Maybe maybe the one thing that I have hope for though is that if you put Kaminga in that action, that Draymond Draymond's not looking to score, and we know that. Maybe mm-hmm. if you maybe if you put Kaminga in there with his athleticism, him going downhill to the basket, maybe he can be aggressive and create some points there, and maybe. that might that that might be how you make up for it. Uh, but I don't. So like obviously, I think the biggest thing for them is going to be that loss on on defense. I think that they're going to figure out a way to, and they're probably. They are going to run Steph Curry pick and rolls to the death tomorrow. Oh yeah, uh, Steph you know, has to have absolutely. an absolute legacy game. Like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But dude, this is they, it's scary hours though for real. Like this is because they, there's no way they're coming back down three zero. That's Mo, not do you think? Do you, do you are you predicting Mo as well? They're gonna win game three without Draymond. Uh, I'm not, I I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I think they'll take game three without Draymond. I believe Steph is going to have a big game. Hopefully, Jordan Poole, hopefully there's some bad bitches on the sidelines so Jordan Poole can wake up. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the Warriors. I'm going to stay with my pick. But while I say that at the same time, like, we need to give a little bit more attention and shine to the Sacramento Kings. We alluded to it. We alluded to it for a quick second. Luke Monk is a demon. Demonis Sabonis, he's him. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox, he just won Clutch Player of the Year. Mike Brown, he's been coaching his ass off. So yep. overall, and Trey Lyle, he's doing some of the dirtiest shit on the low that <laughs> I've seen in my life, but it's all working, <laughs> you know? So uh, Mike man, Brown actually I, won the only uh, unanimous coach of the year in NBA history today. That is crazy. crazy. That just shows how, how much respect before. people have for That just shows how much respect people have for him. And it's like, how did Pop or Kerr never win one? Uh, did Curry ever win a coach of the year? I don't even know. But how did Pop never win unanimously? It's crazy. Co- Curry def- Kerr definitely did win one. As for Pop, but they I have split no idea. it though. But they 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 split it though. Because, oh yeah, because Luke Walton had like tw- he had twenty four games as well in that series oh. in, in that season. Okay, Lame. yeah. So I'm not gonna predict the Warriors gonna win Game Three. I think they're absolutely cooked. Like I think I predicted they were gonna win the series, and I'm not gonna stand on that just because I said it earlier. Clearly, I haven't proven wrong. The Kings are That's a good matchup for the Warriors. I'm a man of principle. 
I'm a man of principle, so I'll take the Warriors. I'm a man of adjusting when you have new evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and, at, the, at the end of the day, also, though, it's the the Kings did what they were supposed to do. They won two games at home, right? The Warriors thanks. are not coming back. They're one of the best home teams at um, yeah, one of the best home teams in the league. They have to win two at home. So I think that I think that that, that they'll do that because if if everything that we have been saying is true and that you are who you were in the regular season, that we should yes. be expecting everybody in, on the Warriors to step up tomorrow and everybody else have a, have a big game and they'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, well, also, if we're talking about they are who they've shown us to be, they've shown us that they dropped 30% win percentage with Draymond Green's not there. Like, if he was there, sure. I'd be like, okay, it's still a series, but he's not going to be there. I think it's going to be the nail in the coffin. And I think that leads into a bigger conversation of, like, it's been undercovered in the NBA media this year, but, like, this is like a good chance. This is the Warriors' last dance with this core. Mm-hmm. It was already going to be a problem because of the money situation, and then Draymond Green slept Jordan Poole, and now he got himself suspended for what might be the nail in the coffin for them going for down three zero. Stomping 3-0. out someone's chest. <laughs> He's yeah, so like, crazy. Sabonis should have been playing like that, man. You out here grabbing people's legs. Relax. Whatever. Irrelevant. The point is, this might be Draymond's last series as a Warrior. And, like, the last thing we see of this Warriors core. And that's just crazy that, like, not every dynasty has a happy ending. Like, we thought that was going to be the happy ending after last year. But, like, they might be going out sad right now. And, like, I don't think people realize this might be, like, the collapse. I think a lot of people are realizing. And that's why, like, I think, you know, 90% of NBA Twitter and everybody just praying for their downfall. And it's happening. (laughs) People are celebrating. No one wants to see this punk-ass group (laughs) any longer. I don't think they're punks. I personally enjoy watching them. But that's just the reputation that they built. I think this is just karma all through these years of all those illegal screens. Draymond Green has, like, <laughs> one of the most egregious illegal plays I've seen in my life. Bar nah, for bar. He, he has a highlight tape. He for sure has a highlight tape. Of, yeah, he'd be of pass blocking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. man. It's it's just crazy that nobody's talking about the fact that this might be the end of the Warriors. But it's it's almost sad. If they do lose game three, I'm going to be real sad because, like, we're gonna probably going to be witnessing the end. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, out with the old and in with the new. And this is the beam team's time. And also, I think it's also going to be important in the future that we have serious conversations about De'Aaron Fox and where people rank him in the NBA because he's making leaps that are undeniable. And his like ranking has to be like reshifted. When we get those summertime rankings going, we we will for sure. Okay, well, let's do it now. Let's do an impromptu TikTok. Let's. I'm going to pull up list NBA teams, and we're going to go point guard, point guard, and talk about Early is De'Aaron Fox better than this point guard? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Stupid bitch. I know you can last first. Go ahead. So. <laughs> 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 I'm going to list some NBA point guards. You let me know if you'd rather have them or De'Aaron Fox. First off, okay. Shea Gildas-Alexander. See, that's I think tough. I'm taking Shea. I think I'm taking Shea. You got to pick Shea, right? I know De'Aaron Fox is De'Aaron. He's been yeah. – I can't talk. I know De'Aaron Fox is Mr. Clutch, but I think Shea's been better. Yeah, Shea's, I have Shea's, to say, Shea's been better and Shea's clutch too. Yeah, the way Shea has been progressing rapidly over the last few years, you have to take Shea. De'Aaron Fox okay. is just now taking this otherworldly leap. Drew Holiday. De'Aaron Fox. That one's tough. That, that's a, a, it's a tough. difference of what do you value more. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough, but with this time, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Drew Holiday has, has been elite this season too. Yeah, he's, I think that fit being right? what type of team you have. Yeah, exactly. Damn. 
You know what? Listen, as we're, as we're talking, the Bucks are slutting out the heat, and just Drew Holiday's dropping buckets on them. I think That's I'll tough. take the. I think I'll take De'Aaron Fox just because I think De'Aaron is is more consistent offensively than Drew. And if I'm just talking about like building out a team, I think I would like to have De'Aaron Fox as the focal point more than Drew Holiday. Okay. That's yeah. That's natural. Darius Garland. I like Darius Garland. I like Darius is super underrated because Donovan Mitchell takes the shine, but that's this. I don't know. That's so hard. That's so hard. I like Darius Garland. We forget last year before everybody got hurt. Darius Garland was running the show in Cleveland, getting them up the standings. Like he's. He's nice. He's nice. I'm taking I'm taking Darius Garland over De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I think the Darius is better playmaking was I'll lean Darius just by a little bit though. I like the playmaking and I love the shooting, but De'Aaron Fox has improved his shooting by a little. I'm gonna take De'Aaron Fox. I'm gonna try trust his shooting continuing to progress. Um, even though he's been shooting thirty percent in the playoffs, so I'm gonna gloss over that. Um <laughs> three. <laughs> uh yeah, I like I like the body. Oh, pause. I like the Whoa. frame, and also Whoa. I'm taking the athleticism over De'Aaron Fox or over okay. Darius Garland. Last one, Tyrese Halliburton. Where do we stand on this comparison now? Now this is tough. I love this. De'Aaron is like progressing to like a not elite, but like pretty close to his score. But Tyrese is so much better for passer. Like, how do you? I don't know. It just depends on what you value at the end of the day. You know, I kind of want to lean towards Tyrese because I feel like his play is like, I don't want to say trans transcendent, but like, it's hard to come come by. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I Tyrese. think Tyrese can develop into a score almost as good as De'Aaron, but De'Aaron will never be as good of a passer as Tyrese. I feel uh, yeah. so sad because I want to give De'Aaron the nod. Because I like both of them a lot, but like I said, I think the I think Tyrese's passing is just that's just on another level. It's a different it's a it's the difference maker in this argument. So I'll take Tyrese. Yeah, it's tough. It's a conversation now, though. You can't say anymore that they made the wrong choice. Like obviously, it's tight. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to wow. the though. Yeah, dude, it's him. We're going to take a quick break from the pot to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online. And it's super simple to get in on the action. You can play on the app or online. And if you sign up today, use a promo code TD3. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. And for all new users this week, there's a special promo for Game 3 of the Knicks Cavs series where all you need is Julius Randle to get one point. And if you get that, that one point, it's a free entry. And it counts along with all the other picks that you make for the rest of your entry. Again, if you sign up today using promo code TD3, you can get that promotion and you can double your first deposit. So get in on the action with Underdog Fantasy today. All right, man. That series, I, we'll talk more about it next week. It might be over by next week, I think. If the, kids, the, the Warriors series. get swept out here. It's the best series that we've seen, man. Best series that we've seen. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the best series. It's the most interesting, but I think the best series we've seen so far is probably Clippers versus Phoenix, which we should talk about. I like that. Yes, sir. I like that. What have you learned from Clippers versus Phoenix, Donovan? I have learned that Russell Westbrook is still good at basketball. I agree. <laughs> Russell, Russell Westbrook, listen, we, all of us, participated in, in all the jokes that he had. And even game one was 100% like, the Russell Westbrook experience, yeah. uh, a three for nineteen shooting shooting night, but still gets double digit rebounds, double digit assists, has a crazy block at the um, on on Devin Booker at the end of the game, right? Seals the game, hits two free throws, 
doing everything outs everything other than like what you would typically want out of your star and just doing all the other things and that's exactly what he needs to be doing at this stage in his career but he's been locked in defensively this entire series he's been great i think phoenix even though they won in game two i kind of think that they're on the ropes because Kawhi leonard is here and he's oh, yes. is here and he is balling and if Russell Westbrook is not going to shoot people out of games and if he's still going to be impactful, even with three for 19 nights, yeah, Los Angeles 100% has a chance in this series. Yeah. One of the, I'm glad you mentioned Kawhi. One of the things we learned is load management fucking works. Yep. This is why <laughs> you save Kawhi him. Leonard. Absolutely him. Like He looks exactly like he looked in 2019. He looks like a demon out there that just cannot be messed with. Every time he gets a size mismatch on him, he switches on to Chris Paul, he's shooting over him. Every time yeah. you don't box him out, he's getting the board. He's going up with it because he's strong as shit. He's deceptively good as a rim protector if you rot- if he's rotating behind the screen. like He's dominating on both sides of the ball again, which we haven't seen him do in a long time because, like I said, he conserves that energy during the season. He's not out mm-hmm. here going balls to the walls on defense. Yeah. He's been he's been defending KD pretty well. I the Bro, this generational play that we witnessed, y'all gonna, y'all, your mind's going to register this to this immediately. KD is at the top of the key. Kawhi literally just rips him, speeds down the court, decelerates, and goes up and throws it down in his face and just throws it, tosses it back to him. That is peak Kawhi Leonard and what his career Mwah. is completely about, dude. Yep. It's, man, he's back. And uh, I, I, I love every single thing that I'm seeing, the adjustments, the constant adjustments that Ty Lue is creating. It's just like his game plan is so un thinkable and unguessable you know he always has you on 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 his toes on your toes and then russell westbrook is like the biggest x factor in this entire series because you yeah. don't know what you're going to get from him offensively but defensively he's blocked multiple kd jumpers you know and i don't yeah. think that i've seen anybody he probably has the most kd jump shot blocks in his career maybe like two <laughs> or three but shit bro that counts as some give him an award or something like that. <laughs> so like hey man you mentioned uh you said that Tyler's game plan is like unpredictable whenever it's going to happen. I feel the opposite. Yep. I think that he's done exactly <laughs> what you would expect him to do, and it's worked because the Suns have no answers. The Suns just do not have point-of-attack defenders. With the backcourt of Devin Booker and Chris Paul, they don't have their wings anymore. They don't have any stoppers, really. They can't stay in front of anybody. And their game plan is clearly stop Kawhi, and they're throwing a and million bodies on him on his drives. And like just collapsing on him like he's 2018 LeBron surrounded by bums. But the thing is, he's surrounded by just elite shooter after elite shooter after elite shooter. So every single play down the court, it's either Russ or Kawhi getting penetration because the guy can't stay in front of him. And then there's four shooters open and he's spraying it out every time. And the Suns are just giving up a million threes and they don't take a lot of threes themselves. So they're just like losing the math battle every single game because the, the Clippers take 40 threes and then the Suns are just taking a mid-range shot every time. Yeah. you got to make a lot of mid-range shots to win that way. Yeah, bro. Listen, I w- I want to give y'all the the Kawhi numbers on this on this series because it. it's it. it's abs- it's absolutely ridiculous. Kawhi's averaging thirty four and a half points in through uh, <laughs> thirty four and a half points, six six assists, six rebounds on fifty five percent from the field and sixty percent from three. That's pretty good. Kawhi, man, and like, he so- and listen and Isaac Isaac he mentioned load management and it works because he's playing 40 minutes a night. He played 42 minutes in one of these games. Like Mm. this is exactly what the Clippers wanted. And as much as I hate load management, if it's going to give you 
these results and if if Kawhi's going to be available to play 40 minutes a night yeah well, like I might have to start subscribing to load management I might have to to, to get on the wave yeah I mean I subscribe to it whenever your star has a degenerative knee issue so I get it like I'm not going to hold him back for it because like yeah he has arthritis or something but I see what you mean typically it's not great this is great 60 percent from three is insane that's that's insane. And again, I know he it's just, only two games, but that's that's ridiculous. He just plays such a graceful style of basketball. Yeah, he's right. Not too much rah rah. Doesn't do like doesn't make any have any like stupid ass turnovers <laughs> from doing too much. Like plays he the just right gets way. straight to the point. <laughs> just gets straight yeah. to the point. He's about his business. He's in there to get a bucket, leave, play defense, same shit, leave and go. That's home. the best way to describe Kawhi. He's about the, his business. You're getting real close yeah. to these talking points that like all those racist white neighbors have that only like college <laughs> basketball. I'll play the right way. None of the flashiness. None of that <laughs> <any> ego. <laughs> Not a lot of egos out there. It's about the fundamentals. <laughs> yeah, man. That, yeah, that, holy shit. Bro, I got a Boston silencer man. right now. It's crazy. <laughs> right in the oh, man. But yeah, but, man. Damn. What bro. do you... I'll, I'll pose this question to you guys. We're talking a lot about what the Clippers are doing so well and why they're surviving without Paul George. We're all in agreement there. But we all came in saying that the Suns are like the team to beat out there mm-hmm. a couple like three pods ago I declared them as like the team that's going to make the finals and I was like we're probably overthinking this they obviously haven't looked like the finals favorite these first two games what did I'll start with you Mo what do you think is Phoenix's biggest problem right now Phoenix's biggest problem is just like finding out ways still to like mess this entire group into unison you know like yeah like there's at times where i'm like kd should be doing a little bit more kevin durant stuff because i don't want to say that he's the best player on the court but it's like he can look like that from time to time it's fair it's to, say to say kevin Durant's the best player on the court <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um shit hold on give me a second my laptop's gonna die gotta supercharge <laughs> this real quick All right. um but i i yeah, i got go you, i got you 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 yeah charge, charge your laptop so I think they have to figure out a way to get Kevin Durant in better positions. They need they need Kevin Durant to be in the same positions that Kawhi Leonard is in because yeah. Kawhi is like even though that he's getting past his defender, every option is available to him when he makes his move. That's not the same with with Kevin Durant. Like the idea that Russell Westbrook can come over and block a Kevin Durant shot is ridiculous. Like he should he should have immense space if you have if you have Devin Booker on one side, Chris Paul on the other side, and DeAndre Ayton down low. And for for there not to be an avenue for Kevin Durant to make any pass that he needs to on the floor, that's a that's a problem. Um and so they need to they need to figure out like, okay, are we gonna have like are we gonna have Kevin Durant kind of run the offense? Of, and it's kinda hard because you have Chris Paul and he is, you know, yeah. like the, the the point god, but like you kind of have to take the ball out of his hands and put it in Durant's hands a little bit more so that he yep. can force the action on on a lot of their plays. Exactly what I was going to say. They have a weird Chris Paul situation right now because they're living and dying by him in the most like dramatic sense because, mm-hmm. like you said, they have him. He's a ball-dominant guy. He's one of the best passers of all time. He currently cannot score on a consistent basis, and it's yeah. killing them because he needs the ball in his hands because – He's not valuable off ball. I mean, he can play mm-hmm. off ball a little bit, but like you want this lead playmaker you have to be a lead playmaker. This team with without him, if you were to bench him or not be run the offense through him, they don't have enough playmaking. KD's yeah. great, but KD isn't going to set up offense for others on a consistent level. So 
the only way to have a ceiling with this team is for Chris Paul to be an elite playmaker. But most of the time, you can't do that right now because he's old and he just cannot score. But they won this last game because he had a crazy fourth quarter where he decided to start scoring. Exactly. So like but, you're how, seeing that. but how much is he actually going to score for the rest of this series? Because if he exactly. goes back to, you know what I'm saying? Like if he goes back to being not not scoring Chris Paul, they, they're they going to lose this series. If, exactly. If that's what I'm if saying. Like, yeah. If you're only know. winning whenever he has his hot scoring quarters, you're relying on that. That's not going to be a consistent bet. So, like you said, they have to change it up somehow. Like Devin, they won that game also because Devin Booker had an absolute superstar performance. Mm-hmm. I think he drops. He I think he had thirty six something like that. He was yeah. the superstar of that game. While KD was filling in the gaps, there needs to be a better balance. Like you're saying, if there's not, if they're not a KD centric team. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that'll happen. Like as the series goes on, you know, I think. They looked a lot better this game compared to the first game, obviously. And I think it's just, like, growing pains naturally when you have, like... I think Kevin Durant's still, like, probably one of the easiest players to play with in NBA history. But there's just going to be naturally adjustment an adjustment for CP3 oh, yeah. and Devin Booker because they never played with a ca- player of that caliber. And um, I think... I think I'm not worried about the Phoenix Suns whatsoever. I still... I think I had them maybe winning in six. And they still, like, very well could do that. Um... And it's just all about like getting the reps, and I, I'm not overthinking yeah. it. Still, you know, I, I would I would hone into what you said last week. Still, just let's not overthink yeah. it. And that's fair. I'm not worried about them long term, but I'm a bit worried because the Clippers look so good that I think the, the Suns probably still get to the point we think they can get to, but they can't fool around, right? Like they have to get there now, or else they're gonna get Absolutely. fucking sent packing by this Terminator on the other side of the court. Like there's, the the margin for error is much smaller than expected, despite Paul George being out. A hundred percent. Absolutely. This was the worst matchup for them in my mind. Like this is either them or maybe the Warriors. You guys up to, up to y'all to choose that. But like this team will put them in check. And I think like going against <laughs> the Terminator, like you said, will help solve these early kinks. And I think like it will come. It'll get to a certain point if they survive. <laughs> uh, they're gonna survive. Donovan, what you think? You, I don't you know. They gonna survive. I- I don't. I don't know. I think. Point flip. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that the fact that the Clippers were able to go and get Game One and steal home court advantage is huge to me. The fact that Russell Westbrook doesn't look like he is actively hurting what they are doing, right? I think that that is huge, and it gives them a, a whole nother boost. And if it really just depends on how easy Kevin Durant is going to be able to score and if he's going to be able to be unlocked and because that's the that's the whole thing that we've been waiting on um for for these first two games is like and and what Isaac was saying last week and or two weeks ago whenever he crowned them as the team to come out, out the west <clears throat> if you take this team that was already had you know very very free flowing already had a very high floor and you add Kevin Durant to that you expect them to go to a whole nother level yeah. that has that hasn't happened yet in this series and so we have to see if they're going to be able to to do that but this man is pouring water loud as heck this is ridiculous I hope your mic's not pointing towards that <laughs> you're gonna piss people off what's next though because there's there's still a whole bunch of series that we have to get one to. of the a things lot- that's annoying me is uh on the series before we move on yeah, a lot of people are putting a lot of uh, criticism on DeAndre Ayton's shoulders because he's not. People still want him to be fucking Shaq because he's big and has wide shoulders, and they're like, "Oh, why is he going to pain?" Blah blah blah. It's not his game, so it's whatever. But the way they're, they're using like him, shit. yeah, he's playing fine. 
The way they're using him, though, is annoying me because they're using him like he's Bismack Biombo. I saw a Suns fan tweet today. Uh, if you're going to use DeAndre Ayton like a basic drop big, why did you bother paying him? You might as well have cut the cord if you weren't going to prioritize him in any way. And that's so true. Like, people are mad that he's not going crazy. They're not putting him in positions to succeed. They're, one, you you have a big like DeAndre Ayton because he's so defensively versatile. You can do creative stuff with that and help him make an impact on that side of the ball if he's not going to get the offensive touches. They're just running the most vanilla, regular drop coverage pick and roll schemes to on defense that is like so basic and just leaving him out to dry, just leaving him out to try to contest Kawhi mid-range shots, which is never going to go well for him. Like they're, they're not engaging him on either side of the ball, and it's just a disservice to him. It's like, why even have him on your team? There's a listen. Are we are we about to fire up that Monty Williams pack? Is that is that what's <laughs> happening here? I'm going to fire up that James Johnson pack for not trading his ass. Clearly, <laughs> that nobody like likes him in that organization. DeAndre Ayton will soon go through his uh, Andrew Wiggins career arc. Like, oh, yeah. He's going to get team? misused. Yeah, and once he gets to a new team, I don't know if his team will be like that necessarily, but hopefully like, we'll have a place where he can genuinely shine and be in the perfect positions, like you said, to actually like showcase what he's best at, his mobility and whatnot, and like just the type of center he is that you don't see too often, which is like a mid-range Yeah, yeah the, the, the Toronto Raptors are going to love him. <laughs> and they trade him for OG Ananobi. He's getting deported. <laughs> yeah, but that. we can move on. End of the day, there's still no reason to write. I, I wrote off the Warriors. I'm not writing off the, the Suns yet. I think we still give them time to see if you know, it's a tie series. But you can't. You can't be as confident as you were last week at this point. No, not at all. Let's talk about uh, I a think team I am, that so. well, let's you are. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean it's not. It's not crazy. But let's talk about a team that. I want to get your guys' gauge on their confidence. How are you currently feeling about the Lakers? As of recording this, game two just ended. The series is now tied 1-1 after the Grizzlies came back and won game two without John Morant. For a brief recap, the the Grizzlies... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go. The Grizzlies came out firing. They fought with their season on the line. It felt like you know they did the typical Grizzlies shit. They tried real hard, ran, left every piece of energy on the court, and the Lakers couldn't make a shot. It was a really bad AD offensive game. You know, it's kind of what you expected from a game two in Memphis. So yeah. now the Lakers left Memphis stealing one game. How are you feeling about their chances of winning the series? What did you think, Mo? Anthony Davis. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was his What was his shooting performance out there? It bad. I last time I saw it was it was a Russell Westbrook stat line, some three for sixteen type shit. <laughs> yeah, Russell Westbrook stat line, Trey Young stat line. Ah, oh, that hurt my heart to say, but Bro. he's been that he, he got bad. blocked by Santi Aldama twice, and then David Roddy a third time. Like he was getting harassed inside by multiple big men every single play. They had AD in hell. AD literally had a tour date from this past week. He went four for fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man! But to his credit, he had five blocks after having seven in the week, or six blocks after having seven in game one. He's been putting on a yes. defensive masterclass. He has, he has, he has. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. But overall, I think I'm still feeling good, and I'll choose the Lakers, um, simply because they're not going to have John Moran, and that just changes the equations and the things. Like, if the Grizzlies are going to win a game, this has to be the game and might be the only other game that they win, possibly. I don't know. Um, but, like, you know, like, with John Morant out, of course they're going to be a lot better defensively and whatnot in there, you know, but, like, who would have thought, like, Xavier, is Xavier Tillman going to go crazy and give you 20 again? No, it's not going to happen. Shot you, only, you only need him to go crazy once. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah, the Rui game in game one, the Tillman game, like, that's how it is in the playoffs. You need, you need 
all your role players, you need them to have one pop-off game and win you a, a yeah. game that can go either way. Unless you're Rui Hachimura, you do this shit on a regular. <laughs> yeah, you just... You know, the Wizards fired their GM today, and I have to assume that seeing Rui oh, go crazy did? in game one was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, Tommy Shepard's out of there. Damn. I just know Ted Leonsis, I think that's the owner's name, or maybe that's the president of basketball operations. I forgot. I just know he saw Rui go nuts in game one and was like, we gave that motherfucker away for nothing. Sick to assume. That was the last straw. Good grief, man. Yeah. But I feel good about the Lakers. They're taking this. What do you think, Donovan? What about you, Donovan? I know you said Grizzlies in seven last week. Yeah. Are you still picking Grizzlies? I Listen, I said that I am a man of principle. And one of the principles oh my God. that I... And one of the principles that I stand on is that I reserve the right to change my mind. So okay. I, <laughs> I, I think the Lakers are going to win this series now. I, I, okay. I miss, I misspoke last week. They listen. Anthony Davis went four of fourteen today. D'Angelo Russell went two of eleven. Um, then the shooters, oh, he went zero for three. Like it's a, it's a bad shooting game. Yeah, and it's, it's very clear that like Memphis has to try so much harder to do everything to defend at a high level to play offense at a, at a high level than than uh than the lakers do and ad like i'll give memphis credit they made the lakers work on offense tonight they pressured yeah. they pressured them very very hard it took a while for them to get into a lot of their sets they weren't getting into their offense until like you know 15 14 seconds left on, on the shot clock there um they were making them you know make these really tough entry passes into the post so i'll give them a lot of credit I think doing that for an entire series is going to be hard to to sustain. Yep. Um, LeBron has, has looked good. He also LeBron one of eight from three. That's going to change moving moving forward. I think there's a lot more room for growth for the Lakers in this series rather than Memphis. And if Ja, if Ja's hand is going to be messed up for the rest of the series, I don't know how high the ceiling is for for Memphis. So I think I'll take the Lakers in this one. Yeah, um, if I'm Memphis, you don't even risk like trying to put Jaw in there because like really you have to like though. You you have you have to you have to you have to risk it. I mean, this is Jaw is if Jaw is somewhat healthy, and you think that you have a team that can push in a wide open, uh, I say wide open, especially like listen, if the Suns go down in the first round and you're the Grizzlies and you're like on the other side and you're like, hey, all there really is is just Denver. I, I like it's the it's the Lakers here, but then. Furthermore, it's like it's Denver, and then we'll see what the Clippers have. The West is a hundred percent wide open at that point, so you kind of have to wide so, open all time. Yeah, so like you have to put Ja in to to mm. try and and save yourself because I mean it's a medical issue. We can't really. It, it comes down to if he can play, he will play. I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah. but like like you said, Mo, I'm not banking on Xavier Tillman dropping twenty two every night, <laughs> and they they're smarter than that too. They know that that's not happening every night. So yeah, so Ja's gonna come back. He's gonna play, but. I'd, I th- I think the Lakers are are just a little bit they they're bounce back shooting wise and they'll play a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, I think this is like a the exact type of loss to not overreact to if you're rooting for the Lakers. This team, you know, after game one, they asked everybody in the media, "What's your mindset going forward if Jaw's not going to be there?" And there, I think I don't remember if it was AD or somebody was like, "Our thought in two words is be greedy," and they kept saying their tagline is like "be greedy" and like "be hungry" and like "make sure you just go out there and play your game." They were not. They can today. say that all they want. <laughs> This team has n- all year. We're talking about the Warriors showing us who they are. This team has showed us repeatedly they are not fucking greedy. They will <laughs> after they are prone to taking games off. Forty eight hours ago after game one, I would have told you they're gonna lose game two. I can guarantee it. They do not come out with hundred percent energy all the time, and maybe it's gonna bite them in the ass eventually. But right now, I mean, it is what it is. Like you said, it's a poor shooting game. 
the Grizzlies had a great defensive game plan, and Taylor Jenkins outcoached the shit out of Darvin Ham. They threw these doubles at AD that they couldn't make them pay for. Mm-hmm. That'll probably change game three. They'll adapt back to them. The Lakers will shoot better, like you said. They're going to be at home. They're not going to have this bad energy game like they're prone to have. If you thought the Lakers were going to win yesterday, you should still think they're going to win. Yeah, I feel like, you know, if Ja was healthy and they lost his game, then I would feel like that whole entire, like, oh, they're going to, they're taking, they're taking games off mentality, like you mentioned, would definitely, like, bite them in the ass. But because Ja's probably going to be, like, 50, 60% of what he actually is, because I think he hurt his shooting hand, correct? Don't know. Um, is this right? I don't remember either. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, hand injury is going to linger, though. That's, that's going to be a problem for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I think this injury, not let's not say it's saving them because injuries happen and whatnot. Like, who gives a fuck? It's just, it's a league at the end of the day. But, um, I think they'll be straight. And this is just, this is just like one of those things to where, like, you know, things are going their way. Things yeah. yeah. Also, way. also, it was, it was John's right hand that's, that's messed up. So, yeah, oh, it's, they're a, done. it's a shooting hand. It's yeah. a shooting they're not hand. done. They, they can still win the series. I think this game showed us that they did what they had to do. Just that the Lakers did what they had to do and won a game on the road. And the, in turn, the Grizzlies did what they had to do and they had to make sure they secure at least one at home. So I feel like either way you were leaning, I wouldn't change our mind yet. Unless you, I mean, I guess the number nine, I shouldn't say that because the John Morant injury is a thing, right? Yeah. But the, it's, I think it's too early to draw any conclusions yet. But I'm still confident the Lakers are going to win. The one no, thing yeah, that I, the one thing that, that I will say for, <laughs> for Ja... They, John needs to, and this is, has absolutely nothing to do with basketball. John needs to get yeah. himself a, a stylist because I saw him on the sidelines today. This man <laughs> was wearing this ugly trucker hat with a Michael Jackson glove on the right hand. It's, oh. It was, it was not, it was not looking good. It was not looking good. He was wearing a Michael Jackson glove. He was wearing some type of gray glove. It looked very bad. I don't know if it was medical or or whatever. Probably it was probably medical. They need to get him some medical drip. That was terrible. <laughs> that was trash. <laughs> that was trash. Oh, crazy. Yeah, no. Memphis, yeah, Memphis, the whole city as a whole is a lot to figure out, man. A lot of crazy stuff going on over there. He going to show up to like, LA uh, in a shiesty mask. This is <laughs> ridiculous. How are y'all feeling about the way LeBron's looked? Because I guess I'll, instead of me asking you the question, I'll just tell you how I feel. I Please. have not been too confident. Game one, and even game two, he finished the game with a lot of points because he came out in the third quarter firing because he tried to get them back in the game. But he's been so passive. Which I get it. He's old and he's trying to let everybody else cook so he doesn't have to carry the burden, at least until the last second he absolutely has to. And yeah. he's dealing with the lingering foot injury that we know we're going to hear as soon as they get eliminated from the, whatever series they get eliminated from. We're going to hear, yeah, man, I'm getting surgery next week. It was some doctor said my foot might fall off. We're going to hear some dramatic <laughs> shit. We're like, he's dealing with that, sure. He's old. He's trying to defer. But he's playing like he's a supercharged Al Horford. Where he's playing more, he's the power forward, and he's not being the lead ball handler, <laughs> which is what I'm, I'm, that's not even like you know, Al the LeBron version. Insane! <laughs> wow. But that's how he's playing, right? He's playing like the stretch forward, it's playmaking, being the hub, but he's not being the lead ball handler, running these pick and rolls. He's deferring to everybody else to do that. To all the ball handlers around him. That's the and in turn, he's trying hard on defense. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing. Have you noticed that he's trying to block like every shot? On defense, yes, like, yeah. yes, he, he's like he's chasing down everything because he's like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna be running pick and rolls me on offense. I'm gonna make my impact felt somewhere." Yeah, he's gone <laughs> for so many chase down blocks. It's hilarious. Yeah, I but yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I want to see him be a little more aggressive. I feel like he needs to. Maybe he's waiting. How do y'all feel about that? 
I mean, I think based off of what he saw, like Austin Reeves do a couple a couple of nights ago, you know, he's just trying to like <laughs> let these people cook and do their thing. And uh, I mean, I agree with you though. I agree with you. His play hasn't been like that. Like you know, goddamn LeBron's back or goddamn playoff LeBron like we're used to seeing. And this yeah. is, I think, this is 100 percent just like an age slash injury thing. Um, and if I don't know if he still can turn it on and get to that level, but if the war if the Lakers want to have like any serious aspirations obviously he's gonna have to do that so yeah i see the same things as you we'll see we'll see how d'angelo russell plays um moving forward because i think that like lebron he's been waiting for this all year right lebron started the year with juan toscano anderson uh, as as one of his primary shooters like he's he he was throwing passes to patrick beverly and, and and juan t and so now he finally has Rui, who has played really well this series, and Austin Reeves, who's come in, into his own. He's like, about time, right? So, like, I understand why he's been passive. Um, I think I, – I, I agree with y'all. I think he's going to wait until games six or seven if it gets to that point. And if it gets to that, then we'll probably see, like, a 35-point a LeBron game. Just like – listen, we saw that towards the end of the regular season when they needed to win games, right? Those games in, in Utah, when they needed him to score and take it to the basket and, and shoulder the offensive load, he'll take that on. But yeah. LeBron also has a very, um, I don't know if I even want to, I guess I call it good because he's been to, to 10 finals. He's a very good way of like pacing a series. And he has, yeah, his yeah, own, yeah. you know, he, he, has his, by now. Yeah, he has his own way of saying like, okay, if we go and get game one, I can try and feel things out in game two, and then we're gonna go back home for games Man. three and four, and I'll turn it on there. He has like a a madness of science to like winning series and stuff like that. So I'll I'll put a little bit of faith in him that he'll turn it okay, on when, when it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. it's so it's, insane it's so, to me. And just like, it's so funny because the way he uh yeah. the way he conserves energy and does his thing is like he just doesn't run fast unless he has to, and like mm. it's like he picks when he should run fast when it's like the most value efficient. Like in the half court, he's not running unless like yeah, he, game online he has more pick and roll. He is not running. He's gonna set a screen, <laughs> do handoffs, do his thing. But if he gets a rebound, he sees an open lane in transition. Nobody's in front of him. He'll run because nobody nobody's there. <laughs> like he'll he'll know yeah. when it's worth it to run. Every other time, Al Horford. Yeah, man. <laughs> you guys stop calling it Al Horford. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's insane. Cl- let's go. You no, know, you tomorrow. Like, obviously, <laughs> his version of Al Horford's was, was probably what he's gonna be when he's forty five. He's just a little real good player. Clutch gonna email you yeah. tomorrow with some threats, man. Uh, we're talking <laughs> about this thirty-eight-year-old still like being up to par at this level, and I just can't wait to see like what after he's done. Like I think you know, obviously, it's just how human nature. We're all gonna start to appreciate him a little bit more, or at least other people will. And like you know, we'll start to see what KD looks like at thirty-eight. Kawhi, if he's still around, yeah. still looks like at thirty-eight. You know, and it'll yeah. be very interesting. God, the monster to go, man, but. What time is it? What time is it? Yeah, looks a little late. Uh, no, we still got a few more series to talk about first before we get, before we get to that time. <laughs> oh, but, okay. uh, what series are you talking he about? Try, he tried to lob it up. I know. <laughs> I, like, I, like I, it, I like it, though. I'm trying to We're lob it up, there. and I'm trying to duck and dodge. <laughs> Let's do a quick overview of some of these other series to give our quick thoughts on, because those are the most interesting series, and we'll wait for some more time to develop for some other ones. Yeah. But we should at least talk about the East, right, and just give our brief thoughts on some of these series. 100%. Let's Philly let's, versus let's, Brooklyn. Let's, they they go they go win that. That's that's I'm not sure to say about that. I told yeah. you guys the Nets aren't winning a single game. 
they're not winning a single game. They, they might great, get. They, they might get. They might get one. I, I think they they might get one. No, Philly hasn't. Philly hasn't played a, a complete game yet, and that like they they've had to. to. They have to turn off. I don't know. I'm. They might get one. I'm hanging my head on one. I think win. they might get one at home as well. I'll give it to you, Donovan. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I still have Philly in five, but it's not an interesting series to talk about. What sweeps happen every year? Nobody ever wants to predict it. This is the one. <laughs> Mo, how do you feel about so? Boston has been slutting out the Hawks like we expected. They can't defend those wings. Do you have any thoughts? Is I mean, sorry, this is exactly like what I said. Like this is the absolutely the worst nightmare that we could have drawn up, and we're gonna get exposed in the worst way. Uh, Trey Young can't get passed by Sam Hauser. Sam <laughs> Hauser, you know, and it's just like yeah. all bad the way they position themselves and the way Trey Young likes to uh, make these simple plays is just not going to work. Um, you know, DeAndre Hunter, he's supposed to be our big wing who defends really well, and he looks just straight up scary. <laughs> he looks scary, lost. Uh, shout out to Dante Murray. He's giving it to him, you know. Uh, but other than that, like, you know, like, we just have a lot to figure out. Trey Young, he has some serious allegations going towards him. Uh, this, because this postseason, the last, like, I don't know, seven to ten regular season or playoff games that he's had he's been julian newman pretty much just bad <laughs> bad like can't do yeah, shit league's finest. can't shoot can't <laughs> can't pass well turnovers but you can't like it's just all bad you know and now yeah. like it's just all bad bro we don't even have i just need to need, need this <laughs> over with asap and it'll, it'll be over with asap by this time next week it'll be done so happy this to is say a sweet. that this is you're almost done. You're almost put out of your uh, put your suffering to an end pretty soon. Yeah, Trey Young stole me a hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, and for everybody hopping in hopping in my DMs telling me to pay Mo, I'm gonna tell y'all and I'm gonna tell Mo right now. You will never see that money in your life. <laughs> in your life, <laughs> you will have to take it off my corpse. You will never get it. Okay, understand Look, that it, now. If it has to get to me, get to a point of me stealing from you to get that, I will get it by all means. Necessary. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my hundred. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, not much to say there. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Derek White. He's of. been looking like the fucking best guard in the series. Also, you need to get. He's yeah, because they said we're gonna high Trey Young on him, and they're like, bet we'll just have that guy cook you because our fourth best <laughs> offensive <laughs> player is really good still. Shit, not even Trey Young, bro. Fucking, he's been giving his former Spurs teammate buckets as well. So it's just tough. <laughs> Back. Um, it's hard to not, not much to say about Bucks versus Heat. Giannis has been out, so it's like the series hasn't even started. The Heat took Game One, but I'll check, check the Donovan. Can you check the score right now? Because yeah, whenever I, we started the pod, it was the game was on and the Bucks were up by like thirty. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. That is insane, yeah. yo. Yeah, so hard uh, to say because the game's going on. All right, so, so the Bucks, so the so the Bucks finished out the win tonight. They won one thirty eight, one twenty two. Okay, so one thirty. How many points did Chris Middleton get? How many points did Chris Middleton have? Uh, Chris Middleton had 16 points. Oh my this god! Was, I bet on his over at 20.5. This was a Brook ah, Lopez boy. <laughs> this was a Brook Lopez uh, masterpiece. All my fucking entries. Oh wow! Okay, Brook Lopez had 25. Drew Holiday had 24. Pat Connaughton had 22. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Bu- so, J- Jimmy Butler had 25, and then nobody else for the Heat had 20. Mm. Well, that's the story of how did Bam out of bio play? Uh, 18 points, five rebounds, one assist. Sounds Crash. like a great bam stat line. <laughs> but yeah, not much to say there. Giannis isn't there. Good thing the Bucks got one. Series is tied 1-1. We'll see what I, I think we all think that once Giannis comes back, they're gonna steamroll them. 
Yes. Not much to say Absolutely. there. Absolutely. They're getting they're getting railed in every angle possible, bro. They're done for. Wow. <laughs> bro, I saw a tweet earlier that unrelated. Yeah. It was about Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner. And the tweet was about why Kylie's a way better model than Kendall. Irrelevant. But somebody quoted it and this said, be disgusting. Somebody quoted it and said, we all need to realize the way Kylie shits down Kendall's throat as a model. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying she's a That's way better model, but that verbiage is crazy. That's so disrespectful. Whoa. <laughs> Shits down th- throat. Wow. Okay. That's what we're crazy. doing now on Twitter. Yo, you probably saw uh, that on your For You page. This, this Get off my... your For You page on Twitter, man. <laughs> Stick to your it following. It. And if this is your following <laughs> page, you need some reevaluation to do. <laughs> That's funny. Um, the one series that we don't have time to talk too much about, but deserves some time, is Cavs versus Knicks. Oh I, man! We're here. Listen, listen, Donovan listen, listen. We're, let's we, talk about. Well, it. We're we just, were here. Let him, let we him were here. Off. We were here in game one. We're not there in game two. Um, we got destroyed in game two. Yeah. Because uh, Darius Garland is absolutely him. Mm-hmm. But listen, the the Knicks, the Knicks have a, have a very good chance, which is everything that we thought that was going to happen. You know, we I'm thought just, that as, not Mo, it, Mo, not Mo. Oh yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> he's a Hawks fan. He's delusional in his own right. right? Hell wow. But, but we said, but <laughs> we said that, if, <laughs> but we said that if Julius Randle is there, this series is probably going to go seven. It's going to be really close. And there's, there's going to be a, a lot of back and forth. Jalen Brunson had a master class in game one. Ju, uh, Julius Randle, he looked, he looked fine. Like it's, it's, it's been okay. And then Darius Garland follows up with an amazing game too. Right now, the biggest thing is like, who's, who's going to make shots and who's going to, who's going to rebound. I think for the Cavs, the one thing that Mo has been talking about all year is Isaac Okoro and his role. And we've seen Cleveland go to, they've, they've gone, they've gone, they've gone to Danny Green. Yeah. Yeah, man. They had to play Danny Green and Seti Osmond to try and replace uh, Okoro and get some shooting. If those guys can make shots, then I think that they'll have a a better chance. But going back to New York, I think defensively the Knicks have have a little bit of an advantage playing playing at home. And they'll they'll be they're for sure going to get one. I think that the series is probably going to be tied 2-2 after game four. But it's really everything that, that we thought. The Knicks play. Yeah. The Knicks play. Uh, they play really good isolation uh, basketball. The Cavaliers. They have like when Mobley and Allen wants to want to rebound and they want to be physical down low. They can. They they're just more talented offensively with Mitchell and Garland. So it's just gonna see who can play their style of basketball better over these yeah. next one five thing, games. It's gonna be one close. One thing that Isaac tried to warn us about, or more so me, is just how much trouble Evan Mobley is going to have <laughs> guarding Julius oh, yeah. Randle and just boxing out. He's getting big and body. I did not know that he was going to be slutted out like that out there. Just like pushed, moved aside. Like he's just a boxer. He's just like some yeah. U-Haul boxes. He's getting moved yeah. for real. He's seven feet tall, but probably lighter than I am. And then Julius Randle is swole as shit and plays like it. Yeah, swole. And he's Bull, one of the, one of the more physical for real. players. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. And it's not even just Julius Randle. I'm glad you brought that up. Like that has that's been a thing. He's having the tough matchup there. But the Knicks are destroying the rebound battle, like I told you they would. And it's not even that Evan Mobley and Jared Allen can't keep up. The first game they had double digit rebounds each. But nobody outside of those two had more than three rebounds. They have yeah. nobody on that roster besides their two big men that can box out and play team rebounding. Clearly they did a better job of that second game when they blew them out. But like that's gonna be a big thing. They have to keep buttoned up every single game. Like normally we don't we're not up here talking about rebounds, 
But with a team like the Knicks, who they're like the Grizzlies, and they win by out-rebounding you, win the turnover battle, all that gritty stuff, you have to be buttoned up every single game. 100%. You're telling me they can't stop Josh Hart, man? How tough. Nah, Josh Hart, Josh Hart's nice. Listen, the key, for, the key real talk is either RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett or Quentin Grimes, one of them is going to have to step up because they're both given like not great minutes. Like RJ, yeah. RJ, RJ right now, it's just stealing time. He's stealing company time right now. This is 30, <laughs> this is this is on 32 minutes a game. He's at 10 points on 24% from the field and 12% from three. That Damn. is stealing money and stealing company time. Now, Quentin Grimes. Barrett, I know. Quentin Grimes isn't that much better. He's he's like only taking threes. He's shooting sixteen percent from from the field and from three. He's at you know four and a half points per game. They're gonna need one of those one of those other you know wing wing guard type of players. One of them is gonna have to step up. And so like if neither of them do, then I think New York is in a is in a real problem. But if one of them just please one or two threes a night, that's all I ask. That's all I'm asking because this is unacceptable from those two. So like yep. I'm I'm that those are two of the key matches I'm looking at for the rest of the Has Emmanuel how's Emmanuel quickly been playing? Or has like I don't he's, remember. He's, eh, not 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 great. Not great, but mm-hmm. like Brunson Brunson's been def he's definitely been carrying like the the point guard load. So it's like it's we don't have to rely on, on quickly to score like that. But but like you said, if Josh Hart is if his ankle is going to be a little, you know, tender for the rest of the series after he uh, messed it up in game one. One of those guys, we're going to need either a big performance or just all around better play from them. And I, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just not seeing it right now, but I'm really disappointed in RJ. He has to go. This can't happen. This can't happen. This is RJ Barrett. 32 points, 32 minutes a night and 10 points. On twenty four percent from the field, that is so when you have Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell guarding you, you should be able to get to the basket and and finish. And it's not happening, and it's ridiculous, Man. and it's pissing me off. So it happens. My you're life, not good at anything. Yeah, my life sucks as a Hawks fan, but seeing RJ Barrett struggle makes me happy. It brings for some reason. It's not no rivalry, no random beef. I just like seeing <laughs> him be bad. <laughs> See this, Hayden. This is why you're not getting your money. <laughs> Spam his DM. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Last time we, me and Donovan both said Knicks and seven, assuming Randall's healthy, which he is. Yes. Mo said Knicks. I mean, not Knicks. We said Cavs and seven. Mo said Cavs and five. Damn. Are y'all still feeling good about Cavs in a tough series? <sighs> now uh, I'm moving yeah. towards Cavs and six for obvious reasons. Now you suck. Um. Nah. Actually, no. Like I said, no. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, you, no, I have the right to respect. change my mind like you. Yeah. I have the right <laughs> to change my mind. I stick Cavs in seven, so I can't get much lower than that. But like if you told me you think Knicks in seven, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue too hard. I think this would be Man, really if go it was Knicks now. in seven, Isaac, you're gonna have to hold that L to your chest because you're over here talking about some oh they might make the Eastern Conference finals and blah blah blah, you know? And so <laughs> Dude, that's a that's that's a sport. spot on imp- impersonation, by the way. Yeah, great. <laughs> Listen, the Knicks are good. Like, it's not even about the Cavs. The Knicks are a good team. God. I hate that. Fuck, man. Let's switch the call. TikTok time. Damn. <laughs> yeah, we can, move, nah. we can move on. But the, this this series could really go either way. I'm going to stick with the Cavs for yeah. now, but I won't be shocked if the Knicks end up winning it. Yeah. I want them to win low-key. Same here. Same here. All right. Mo, what time is it? 
TikTok, 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 TikTok. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. God damn it. Fuck. Go, go, time. go, 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 go. <laughs> okay. It is TikTok time. As always, we're going to start with the draft like we always do. Today, yes, we're going to do one that's a little bit harder than usual. We're going to do a draft with only players whose first name starts with the letter S. Listen, <sighs> prepping for this one was tough. Tough. It was tough. As hell. tough. It's tough as hell. I'm going to gonna pull up, put up an all-time stinker. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, you are. Listen, you, you have a shot clock. You have 30 seconds to make each pick, or you're, we're picking for you. Fuck no. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> no more ums and ahs. Is this one. So, mm. I had first pick. Mo had second pick. Donovan is third pick for this one. All right, cool. So, Perfect. let's draft NBA lineups with only players whose first name starts with the letter S. That's too long. Let's start NBA. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players whose first name starts with S. First pick, I got Shaquille O'Neal. Why? I knew that. Why? I knew that. <laughs> the first player who starts with S came to mind for some reason was Salty Aldama, but give me Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> you should have picked Aldama. I would have liked it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Uh, I have back-to-back picks. Give me Scottie Pippen and Oof. give me and give me Shea Gilgis Alexander. Ah, that's a good pick. Fuck. I was hoping one of you just forgot about him, but I knew it wasn't gonna happen. No sir. Damn. No, sir. You got Scotty and Shay. I'm cooked now. Okay. Uh, all right. Give me. Give me. Give me Sean Marion. Okay. okay. That's good. <sighs> Thank he God like, you didn't pick Steve Nash. Give me Steve Nash. I can't mm, pick that. That's too, that's too small. I was waiting. I was waiting. I needed one of the point guards. So glad one of them fell to me. And then let's see. And for my other guard, give me Sidney Moncrief. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay, cool. So, at my four, give me Sean Kemp. That's a good pick. I like that. Okay. You got a nice lob threat to go with Steph. That's cool. All right. I need... Hmm. Who am I going to pick here? This draft is tough. (laughs) Okay. At my five, give me... Give me Serge Ibaka. Okay. Yeah, give me give me prime Serge Ibaka, and then at my two, I'm gonna get a little bit of height here. Give me Steven Jackson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like that. At my five, give me. I need a matchup with Isaac's Shaquille O'Neal, and the best I could do is Stephen Stephen Adams. <laughs> yeah, I get the the strongest guy in the NBA. I mean, yeah, it is the best you can do. Yeah. Listen, that's the best you can do, but it's not enough. Yeah. I'm I'm still it's still rats for me. Back to back picks. I need a three and a four. Give me oh, this is tough. Give me Shane Battier for one of them. That's nice. Had him, had nice. him on the list. Oh, you already picked Sean Marion. It's tough. I didn't write down enough names. Yeah, jackass. Ah. <laughs> How tall is him. this guy? Let me Google this guy's height real quick. Shot clock. Yeah, I know. It'll be fast because I only have two names written down. So, go ahead and pick Sean Kilpatrick. I know you see his name up there. Pick him. Who? <laughs> yeah. Sean Kilpatrick. What? Don't disrespect <laughs> the Nets legend. Listen, I'm gonna go a little small. Let me get Sam Jones to be my three. Sam I, need another, I need another perimeter That's defender. Good. That's good. That's good. He he got that civil rights pick. I like it. <laughs> Sam <laughs> Jones. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm He's over here squinting. That's civil rights. Pick. <laughs> He's okay. for the people. So I, I know uh, him. I've pl- I've played 2K before. 
<laughs> All right, so I got only one of us is a ten-time NBA champ on our team. I'll say that. <laughs> Gosh, ten times? I need ten to times? <laughs> what? These wolves? <laughs> Holy shit! How? Hey, what was it, like five teams in the league Russell back then? Oh running it up God. against the mailman. You and I could have got two rings <laughs> in the season. We, we we for yeah. sure could have got that. God, that's insane. Okay, um, so I got Steph Curry, Stephen Adams, Sean Marion. Um, is there someone else that I got? Okay, let me. I want to see this dude's height. Yeah, who else do you have? You have one more. Who you have one I, more person? I, don't you? I feel like I have one more person, but I, I have S- Steph Curry, Sean Marion, Stephen Adams, Sean Kemp. Oh, Sean Kemp. Ah, there we go. So Fire. you get two. Yeah, I need you're, a you're two. Pair the, you pair the Curry brothers. Uh, do I want to pair the Curry brothers? Oh my God! Do it! You're getting cooked on defense. Sydney <laughs> Moncrief is letting you out. Oh my God! Yeah, you know what? I I think I I don't want to do this, but I think I have to do this. Brother's gonna pick Stephen Marbury. <laughs> Give me Steve Francis. Okay. Y'all taking people off my list, bro. <laughs> yep. Give me Steve Francis. Isaac, I, I hate one of those ball don't stop guys. <laughs> Isaac, I hate that you said that because that was my pick, and that's why I'm gonna end this draft. Give me the Vaseline eater himself, Stephon <laughs> Marbury. All right. No, you're that lying. He Vaseline. That is my guy. Yeah. Wait, famously. No. Y'all got the most baggy shorts ever on your team. It's gonna be great. You didn't know that? No. He said this is- yes. He said. Savon Marbury recorded himself and he said, listen, if you ever have a sore throat, get some Vaseline. And he got this big old tub and went, <laughs> and then, oh, well, that was a crazy visual. But like, <laughs> yo, 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 that boy throat is different. Oh, my God. Yo, you're a demon. Holy shit, daughter. Yo, you didn't have to do all that. You could have just told me this story. This but you a went, gobbler. You went, yeah, no. Yo. <laughs> this man is an eater. Get away from me. I don't want to be a part of this. Everybody no clipped that out and tweeted at Donovan. I want to see it all over my timeline. Tag me. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yeah, I, what was my, going through your bad, mind? My bad, my bad, that out right my now. Bad, if you're my watching, bad, you don't clip it. I hate you. My bad. <laughs> now nah, that was crazy. Let's okay, on, we can move, move on. on. Okay, say your teams. <laughs> I got Steve Nash, Sidney Moncrief, Sam Jones, Shane Battier, Shaquille O'Neal. Cool, and I got Steph Curry, Steve Francis, Sean Marion, uh, Sean Kemp, and then I have Stephen Adams. All right, I have who do I have? I have Shea, Stephon Marbury, St- Stephen ja- Stephen Jackson, <laughs> Scottie Pippen, and Serge Ibaka. Your team sucks. <laughs> my team is solid. Yeah. My team is yeah, solid. No. When style, your response you is my team is solid after your team sucks, nah man, your team forever sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to lose when you have Shaq and Steve Nash. Clearly, first, first clearly bless me. y'all don't watch Big Three basketball and y'all haven't seen what Steve Jackson can do. <laughs> All right, Steve Jackson gets buckets. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, hilarious. No, my 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 team is pretty nice. Alright, let's move on. We're gonna do another game of twenty questions with, the, but not with a player. We're gonna do it with a team. Donovan, I think you're doing it this time. You have a team in mind? Yes, I do. All right, hit us with that hook. All right, you have twenty. You have twenty questions to get this NBA team. Okay. Okay. Cool. Did Is they win an NBA? Team? Ooh, you're right. Yes. 
2010 is okay. Did they win an NBA championship? No. Okay. Cool. Um, did they have an MVP on their team? Uh, former MVP, yes, but not okay. like, but not like the MVP. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Was the MVP uh, in his prime still? Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Did they make the conference finals? No. Mm. Mm, they're a failure. The MVP that flopped in the 2010s. Did they have other All Stars next to that MVP? Yes. Multiple okay, MVP with a sidekick. Okay. Uh, Is this the Paul George what? era Oklahoma City Thunder? No. Damn. Gosh. Okay. That's a good guess, Isaac. Uh, did this right. team cross 50 wins? Yes. That's oh, qu- that's question elite. seven. Question yes. seven, okay. This team was elite. Uh, and they're a disappointment. It? Did this team have blue in their jerseys? No. Mm. Okay. Was this team in the Western Conference? Yes. I, I try to avoid asking that question. It's too yeah, easy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to fucking win. I don't care. <laughs> I think it's competitive 20 questions like we're in a fucking esports league. Hell yeah. My, my okay, reputation so MVP is on the line. In the, in the West... <laughs> Former MVP. Is this the Houston Rockets? No, it is not. Oh, what? damn. Oh. Okay. MVP it's in not the prime. The Rockets. Um, he wouldn't have picked a Warriors team, would he? No, he said there's no blue in the jerseys, mm, so it can't be the Warriors. Yeah, hmm. yeah no, no. It's not blue Russ. It's not Harden. Telltale sign. It's a 2010s team. Former MVP. So it was. It's not Jokic because before he won MVPs. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I gave you a bit too much. But it's okay. Gives. I mean, we we didn't give us a bit too much. We asked the questions. You answered them. <laughs> is uh, this the 2019 Lakers? No, it is not. Oh, God, damn, dog. All right, let's go. Let's keep asking these questions. Former MVPs in their prime. MVPs in their prime. Okay, okay. was this post 2015? No. Okay, first half of the decade. No blue. It's not KD. Uh, Damn. Who else okay. were the top teams? Who else were MVPs? Wait. Is it a Kobe team? Like 2010, 2011 Kobe era? Could it be like a 20... Could it, could it be uh, the 2013 Spurs? No, it is not. It's no, he's 20... asking me. Was that, was was that, asking. that wasn't a guess. Yeah. I was asking whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. But um, uh, see, my thought process behind that though was because we didn't specify he he he's an MVP winner, but he could have been a Finals MVP winner. I'm like, damn, could could it be the Spurs? No, no, it's, it's no, the MVP. No, it's not Finals MVP. It's a, it's a league MVP. I'm not gonna do y'all like that. Okay. <laughs> that it's would the only be MVP I ha- I'm thinking of in the West that we haven't said yet is Kobe. So, is this the 2011 Lakers? Did they win 50? Yes, it is. Yes, Let's it go! is. Yes, Good. it is. Good. This team, first in, first in the West, 57 wins, had Kobe, Pau Gasol, but got swept by the Mavericks in the second yep. round. Damn, this hit my chest a little too hard. <laughs> this, this is the <laughs> Yeah, I would have never got that for some weird reason. <laughs> I didn't want the MVP to question that. helped a lot. We had narrowed it down. All right. Next thing we're going to do, we're okay. going to rate NBA memes, which should be real fun. Okay. Oh, so you guys are gonna for the viewers, you're gonna see it on your screen. 
you're going to see some iconic NBA memes that you've definitely seen before. And I'm going to have the two fellas next to me rate them from 1 to 10. So, do you guys, you guys have these pictures yet? Yeah, I got them. Yes. My, right. my Wi-Fi is working today. Let's go. Oh, jeez. Y'all rate these NBA memes from one. Uh, y'all rate these NBA memes from one to ten. First off, iconic LeBron James yelling at J.R. Smith. This is a ten, 10 out of ten meme. Yeah, it's a it's a cra- it's one of the craziest moments in NBA history. It's one of the most vers not even versatile, just one of the perfect. What are you doing moments? Yeah, it's useful. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yep. Yeah. Anytime absolutely. someone says some dumb shit and you got tell your friend like what the hell's wrong with you, this meme it's right there it's on a silver platter for you. Absolutely, it's all you need, bro. When it comes to top tier memes, it's all about usability and the frequency yep. of it. And you could use this meme every single day for the rest of your life if you wanted. Function. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna die with the internet. <laughs> Classic. It's never going away. All right, next one. The iconic OG mom made pizza rolls meme. Oh man, that's a solid like eight because it gives me amazing throwback vibes when I was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, on but it's not like versatile though. It's kind of washed. Yeah, it's, ver- it's yeah. very dated. It's a very, very dated. dated meme. You can't this use you can't use this right pages. now. Shout yeah, out to iFunny. S- <laughs> this is definitely iFunny ass meme. Yeah, yeah. If, no, if, if you're I in the group you, chat right now mm-hmm. and you and the guys are watching the playoffs and you send this out of hype, I'm gonna laugh you out of the room. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna look at you and be like, "Bro, what are you doing? How do all the memes you have in your catalog? You choose this? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you, if you use it unironically, you probably deserve jail time. Yeah, you only use this if like you're joking around and you have nothing else to use. Just yeah, it's pointless. nostalgia though. So nostalgia, I'm giving it a nine. Yeah, definitely. I, it's eight Fair. on my end. Easy. Okay. How about Lance Stevenson blowing in LeBron's ear? It's kicky as a ass meme, meme, man. Nah, that's a seven. <laughs> I was about to say, as a meme, I think it's like a six. As a moment, 10 out of 10. He, he blew in another man's ear during the game. This is crazy. This is this is diabolical. This is insane. I, I Listen, if we're talking single person meme ability as an NBA player, Lance Stevenson's Hall of Fame. Lance Stevenson set the bar. This man is a walking meme. He was born to be a meme. Like, generational talent, honestly. Yeah, no. Easily, yo. He has meme on meme on meme. And this is probably going to be his most memorable meme. But in terms of, like, usability, eh, I ain't going to be sending you a meme of me, you of Lance Stevenson blowing in another man's ear. For what? It's kind of weird. Eh. Yeah. It's mad <laughs> <my> kinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said this freaky ass meme. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. All time embarrassing moment. Chris Paul getting. <laughs> All time embarrassing moment. Chris Paul getting his ankle broken into every which way on the internet. Again. This is not only a meme, but it's Please. a Hall of Fame basketball edit. I've seen oh, memes yeah. or videos of him. I'll put on the moon. <laughs> going ahead, <laughs> surfing across Hawaii, bro. Like, this bro, is say he was surfing. He was, <laughs> he was playing. What's that game called? Where you put your hands on the ground? Uh, Twister. Uh, he yeah. was surfing. That, he was that's, playing that's Twister. The, that's the one here. He was skateboarding, delivering pizzas. He was doing everything. He was hitting the whip. Yeah. He was hitting <laughs> the whip. Bro, this isn't just a meme. This transcends that. This is a cultural moment. Absolutely, bro. We're going to tell the our world... kids about the time Chris Paul got turned into an internet icon against his will. The world stopped <laughs> when this happened. <laughs> 
We have this, Michael Jackson dying, and Rudy Gobert getting COVID. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That's a great moment. All right, next one. Derrick Rose's stoic face after hitting a game winner in 2015. All right, this is amazing moment as well. Seven out of ten meme, only because it was easily replaced by Damian Lillard's game winner. Oh, true. Yeah. And so everybody said, "All right, Derrick, you had your time, right?" It's it's just not it's not crossing over generations. It's not a generational mm-hmm. meme. So I have to take yeah. off some points. You stand the test of time. I, I understand that. Yeah. I'll give it a six for that reason. Yeah. Listen, we have to be objective yeah. with these memes. All right. We have yep. to tell the truth. There can yeah, only be absolutely. one stale face in the basketball meme hall of fame. Derek, it is not you. Yeah. But shout out to Derek Rose. Solid seven. Uh for its time being. It had a nice shelf life of like five years until, you know, Damian Miller came along and like absolutely wiped this off of the face of the earth. But it's still usable, but it's not like first come to mind. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least. Nick Young turning around despite missing the shot, looking stupid as hell. Listen. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. Listen, every time I see this video or this meme, it's in a GIF. If you are still using GIFs in 2023, you are too old to be on the internet. (laughs) Get off. Get off. What? Come on now. I like my GIFs. Nah. This is a reaction video podcast. We don't use GIFs. Mm Mm-mm. Oh my God, you you better have some no. actual videos. You better have some some content behind your memes. No, but, uh, but this is another <laughs> meme that stands the test of time for usability. Anytime someone does something that's irrationally confident in a hilarious fashion, Nick Young meme. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Back in back in my heyday, when I was shooting my shots in DMs, yo, I, this was literally me. This was this meme was the definition <laughs> of 2017 me, bro. Congratulations <laughs> on, on having basis. no game. Yeah, <laughs> no motion. I am risen vibes. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could have kept that to yourself. <laughs> I, I had to voice. I had to voice my. I had to voice my feelings, bro. <laughs> 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 all right, that's all the NBA memes we got today. Uh, I'm, I love this series. We'll, we'll be doing more of this. Julie. Next one. We're going to do a few things with pictures today, which means I'm going to have a really annoying time editing this. <laughs> but next up, I'm going to send you guys some heads. Guess this NBA player by their haircut. Oh, we did this before. This. We're going to do it again. I'm going to show you some domes. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Wait, I don't have nothing yet. Okay, here we oh, go. Here we oh, go. Oh, this is... Easily, I know who this is. Donovan, can you I guess? I don't know who this is. You got it. I can tell by that beat ass afro. That's DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> this is DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Aiden. But Aiden. Bro came into the league looking forty five years old, and his forehead shows it. Yeah, he's the oldest, like twenty three year old or twenty four year old in league history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, player number two. Who is this? Hold up. Hold up. Oh man, he has a weird shaped head. Y'all know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, nah, his man. forehead is very square. It's, it's it's very square, and this gives me action figure vibes. This is Desmond Bain. <laughs> this is Desmond Bain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, Mo's on, on fire. I don't know why I know heads. The but wildest forearms in the NBA belong to Desmond Bain. <laughs> what about this yeah, guy? Absolutely. Uh. Bro, I know who all these people are. Donovan, who do you see? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, (laughs) that is Cole Anthony. Yeah, that's Cole Anthony. What gave it away? (laughs) That's Cole Anthony. 
I think that he's the he's 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 the most light skinned person with braids. <laughs> or, or with yeah, that <laughs> that is damn near a white forehead, so I get it. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't think of like this is easily like one of he's one of the whiter NBA players <laughs> who's not even white. So this is definitely cool. Yeah, he's just light skin. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> he's still my brother. Who is this? What about this one? Let's see. Let's Ooh, see. Oh man, I see some. I feel some Euro vibes. Uh, too, because <laughs> there's some Euro that vibes. Spiky here. hair. That like weird Wait, curvature. On. That fourth Why grade ass curvature. So okay, I used go. to do your hair oh, like that. Okay, I know who this is. <laughs> I know who this is. I, I, I have a feeling this, this, this is. is this is big Vooch. This yeah. is big this Vooch. Is Vooch. Vooch. <laughs> yeah. This is Vooch man. Yeah, these are all spikes on today. He got a square head, man. This thing oh, he definitely I know. A it's, just, it's just a block. Bro, he's getting <laughs> shred of Minecraft. <laughs> this man is a Lego. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Whose forehead is this? I don't know, but it's shiny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The lighting is deceiving. This man has a greasy forehead. This feels, you know what this feels like? I feel like this might be Marcus Smart with braids. Yep, the acne gives it away. This yeah. is Marcus Smart. And I was trying to remember, yes, did he have braids in his head? I don't remember. A lot of people have braids in their head, but the acne and the dark marks in the head give it away. Yeah. But okay. Last one. All right, I can go ahead and finish this out. This is Mo, easily... I'm going to lob this up to you. You go ahead and take this one. Yeah, no, this is easily Kawhi Leonard. Um, This has to be Kawhi, right? This is not Kawhi Leonard. Whoa, this is my this first is Alpha miss. Rukuminu. What? I'm just uh, kidding. It's Kawhi Leonard. What? <laughs> what? Did you see the look on my face? Alpha Ruk? Oh, my God. No. No, nah, it's Kawhi Leonard. God, yeah, no, nah, man. I, uh, you had to... This is easily Kawhi. He has one of the I don't know. Sometimes he shows up crispy, and other times his his lining is beat because he just doesn't care, <laughs> which I respect. Yeah. But this is definitely Kawhi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was definitely Kawhi. Right, I'm, we have one more TikTok to do. I'm sending the videos, uh, the pictures right now. Donovan will get it in a fortnight. We'll <laughs> 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 see how this goes. Yeah, I, I love the haircut. We we do so many videos about haircuts. It's hilarious. I know. We talk about. We're just obsessed it. with hair. I love with I love, I love our bag, bro. Next, let's go ahead and rate. Let's go ahead and like rate beards or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we need a beard draft. We can definitely we can definitely rate, rate beards. beards. Oh man, yeah. I'm you sorry, guys. My, my Wi-Fi is not clutch. My Wi-Fi is not De'Aaron Fox. They're yeah, they, they, they don't want us to have a the good viewers. Need podcast. to go ahead and leave a like on this video. Comment. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And if you're listening on Spotify, Isaac, correct, and also Apple yep. Music. Go ahead, yep. leave a five star review, and yo, like, let's go ahead and you know, obviously Donovan is struggling. Uh, can't pay his Wi Fi, can't pay me back. Struggling like, we're hard, all down bad. If you're still here, <laughs> if you're still here, comment Donovan, move out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still in the comments. Donovan, move out. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get motion over here. I'm trying to get things moving. Have you still not got him? I'm trying to get motion. No, I still haven't got him. Oh my oh god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, how was your day? Fill some time. All right, we got him. You know Mo, I don't mind. care about Fuck your day. day. I don't care. I don't about care your day. about <laughs> your day. <laughs> we got TikTok. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank All God, right. man. <laughs> the last video, we're gonna go back to do something we did a few times. We're gonna talk about NBA logos. 
specifically old versus new. So, which NBA logo is better, old or new? First off, the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks' new logo Ooh. is so fire. So fire. I mean, their old logo, my bad. Dallas Mavericks' old logo was it. Top tier. The really? cowboy hat hanging what? off the side of the M, the green I feel background. Like they're both what do you mid. mean, what? I feel like the old one looks like something you'd see on the front of a gas station. Yeah. Oh, we're all I'm, disconnected right now. Nah. Y'all nah, need to I'm reevaluate with, nah, whatever you got going on. I'm I'm with Isaac. I think the new logo is better. I think listen, if they put a hat on the on the horse, that's that they could go there. That they could compromise there. But I nah, mean bro, both that, of them but both of them the are just like, logo eh. looks like it belongs on a gray sweater that a high school track athlete is wearing outside in sixty in forty degree weather at six AM. Facts. Oh, uh, y'all skinny, tripping. Y'all y'all actually right about that. But kids. at the same time, you're 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 tripping. Reevaluate yourselves. So Get you're, aligned. You're lying. <laughs> Old. Next up, Cavaliers. Oh, I like the old era versus Donovan Mitchell era. I like the old yeah. one. This new one is just like it. I it like feels the, too mm. too clean, too modern. I don't like it. Too minimalistic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm undecided. I like I like the black element in the new one. That's like one of the new core colors. I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. You're you're a sucker for black. I think for me, nah. mainly the 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 only thing that's nah. grabbing me with the old is, is the the nostalgic memories. But if I'm being completely transparent, transparent, the new watches, the new washes, it's not even close. Washes? Oh no, nah. I don't know about washes, but I'll, I'll go new You're slightly. All right, next up, we got some fucking construction going on outside. Move to LA. It's a madhouse out here. <laughs> All right, next one, Flex the on Utah them. Jazz. Let me see what the oh, Jazz okay. are doing. Oh, come got- on now. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, this come is a setup. <laughs> this is a sweep. <laughs> this is a sweep. The old one, watch. They should have never been allowed to make this one. Adam Silver should have vetoed this logo right here. <laughs> yeah, if you're pro, their new he rebrand is the, neon garbage. He failed the NBA. I think that you, respectively, shouldn't be allowed to speak. Well, damn. Like, there should I be guess a I lost my job. <laughs> muzzle on your keyboard. I think this is kind of fire. Now, I'm not getting to the point to where it's better. But I actually like it. It's like 40-60. But I'm going to lean towards old. I, I'm no. I'm disappointed that you even thought about it. But at least you made the right choice. The NBA is <laughs> worse with this logo in it. Yeah. It's terrible. You think this is the reason why viewership is low? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm dead. Uh, We're next? setting back civil rights issues 20 years with this logo. <laughs> 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 you let the Mormons get neon. Oh man, yeah, they're never they're never improving, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one. The uh the Charlotte Hornets. Bobcats versus Hornets. Old is so ass. This is a whole depression. <laughs> Bobcats logo was horrible. <laughs> terrible. Who made this? Bro, everything about up. the Bobcats branding was terrible. This high school musical ass logo. Yeah, this dumbass cat roaring. Ram, move, bitch. What the hell is this? What is this? What am I looking at? What is this? No one in the NBA has a logo like this. Why? It makes me mad looking at this. God. This screams I'll, New Mexico high school. Yeah. I'll I'll take the I'll take the new one. Mo 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 got it. I'll take the new one. Yeah, no. New one with sweeps, bro. It's funny because the new one isn't even that great. The old one's just embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The new one is I. It's pretty mid to me. Wow. But the old one is just like, bro, you have to hide this from team history. This this should never be uncovered or unveiled. This needs to be wiped from the internet. I don't know how we got this picture, to be honest with you. 
is that? At? Oh, that's hilarious. Right. What's next? Next up, the Detroit Pistons. Oh, the old You're rocking one. with the teal. The the old one. I like. Listen, well, I guess they're both old, but like the the horse one, the one with the horses, is dope. Like I like the I like the clean basketball of of like the one that they have now and the one that they had in the eighties. But like, listen, that teal horse is cool. I, I, yeah. I can't I can't describe it. It's just cool. Bro, bro the it's horse the is on fire. Yeah. It's so hard, bro. <laughs> I want to be a Pistons fan when I see that. But then when I see the new logo, I'm like, what bro, are we doing? That. I don't want to be a Pistons fan. I want to be that horse. That horse looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that horse is way cooler than me. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I feel like Funny. with that logo on my chest, I'm easily putting up 25, 5, and 5 for the rest of my career, bro. But with this Facts. new logo... That- I'm Killian if Hayes. If Killian Hayes wore this logo every game, he would be Damian Lillard. Oh, easy, bro. You just solved the you just solved the Detroit Pistons problems. Yeah. That's how you fix draft analysis. You just give him this logo and everybody's a star. Yeah. yeah. yeah last one, the Washington Wizards. You are y'all rocking with the Brown? Uh, I like I like terrible. the Brown. I like the Brown. The new one is better though. The the new the new one's dope. Old one sucks, like- man. I'm not gonna lie to you. That wizard looks lanky as hell. It looks like a character from the Proud Family. What? Are you kidding me, bro? Hell yeah, he looks like a character from the Proud Family, he- and he looks really righteous too. I fuck with the old one. The old one is yeah. hard. Are you kidding me? The new Listen, one you mentioned the you before. mentioned the, the Proud Family. That's actually a win for the old one. Yeah, <laughs> Proud Family was I'm a classic, like, hood classic. This old one looks like it'd be the mascot of a cereal brand from the '80s. He looks so <laughs> masterful. I love it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he's gonna go save me he from looks all magical. my sins. <laughs> nah, our best that wizard knows maybe a card trick or two. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know enough to go in and save that sorry ass franchise. <laughs> new by default, honestly. The new one isn't even good, but give it to him. Nah, dude, that you really underrate the beard as well. To be honest, you with really you. do. Beard really is hard. Okay, the bro, beard no, is hard. Cause listen, because look, because the beard makes that makes a little W in the in the yeah. wizard. Yeah, That's exactly. Underrated. And he's on this. See, this one is deep. This is this is a deep. Thing. This is a deep logo. It has levels to it. You're not people. You're looking at here. I need you to go deeper. I need okay, you to exactly. need you to think about it. I need you to think about it. Sounds like I'm outvoted. Exactly. Old it is. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, guys, a minute, an hour, thirty four minutes in. That is the end of the podcast. Shout out everybody. Ooh. Goodbye. Love you podcast. Comment, Donovan, move out. Throw a like. I'll see you guys. I next could just week. get better Wi Fi. Why I gotta move? <laughs> <laughs> get out of town. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> see you later.